Marhaba, and welcome to the Matrix Green Pill, where real people connect. Hello, and welcome back to the Matrix Green Pill podcast. My name is Namita, and I will be your host today. I am joined by my bubbly co-host, Shirin. Hi, Shirin. Could you tell us who our guest is today? Hi, Namita. Joining us today, we have someone that I'm sure many people know, or at least have definitely read her work. Introducing you to Purva Grover. Purva is a best-selling author, a TEDx speaker, and international journalist and editor. She is the founder slash editor of The Indian Trumpet and works as the assistant editor with the UAE National Daily and an editor for a magazine for young adults. She has also written and published three of her own books. Purva, welcome and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for that lovely introduction. I look forward to a fun chat with you. Can you please introduce yourself and tell our audience about your background and how you ended up here in the UAE? I come from New Delhi, India. My background is that I've been a journalist for uh, 16 years now and counting. So I've been uh, written word ever since I can remember. Like I was introduced, I dabble into a lot of things. So I essentially say I go wherever my words take me. My words have taken to me to journalism. They have taken me to books. That's why I've authored so many books now. My words have taken me poetry nights. My words are now also pieces of art because everything I write is getting converted in canvases now. So wherever my words take me, that's who I am. I like to believe I'm a storyteller because I really, really feel that in the end, all of us are stories and we need more stories in the world. How did I in uh, Dubai? Well, I came here uh, close to nine years ago now. I came here when I got married. So let's jump right into your journey. Tell us how did you decide to pursue a career in journalism? You know, I feel that there are some professions you don't choose them. So I think that is what must have happened to me as well. Like I said, that I have been writing ever since I remember. Ever since I was a child, I would um, for my parents, even though when they sat in the next room, and I would kind of put them under the door for them to read. I have been writing my diary for 16 years. I stopped writing it a couple of years ago now. So I think journalism chose me, and uh, telling stories is one of my biggest passions, and journalism allows me to do that. So yeah, it chose me. I did uh, mass communication, which is when I studied all the aspects of it. I did broadcast. I did in journalism. I started advertising, and interestingly, I also started public relations. But I think my heart fell in love with journalism. How very interesting! Yeah. So, Purva, as you've already mentioned, you have been working in this field for a while now. What would you say are the challenges of being an editor or a journalist that you'd like to share? See, the challenges keep changing depending on the era and the time we are living in. So, I feel today the biggest challenge would be how to reach in the attention, how to differentiate between fake news and real news, how to get news fastest out there. Because every day is can be a journalist. Anyone with a WhatsApp is a journalist today, unfortunately. So while it helps to spread the word, it also kind of messes up the whole credibility of the profession. So that I feel is one of the biggest challenge. How do you retain the person's attention, and how do you tell a story when there is overload of content in the world today? Whether it's from Netflix, whether it's from newspapers, radios, podcasts, movies. everything and of course books and magazines and newspapers so how do you stand out each one of us with a twitter account with a whatsapp with a phone is a content creator now and there is no way to distinguish between uh, real content and fake content this would be primarily the biggest challenges as we talk in 2021 no absolutely i totally agree especially when the pandemic hit and you were getting all these different sources left and right and you don't know what is true and what isn't true and who to believe 
Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about you becoming an author. In 2017, you had uh, published your first book. So how did you decide to take that leap into writing? When you start to write for a publication and when it's a job, you're always writing for someone. I had reached that stage in my life where I want to write for myself. I think that's how a lot of journalists turn into authors as well. So I had reached that stage where I want to tell stories my own way and just wanted to write for myself. And that's when the book happens because this is, um, you know, there are no timelines. There are no deadlines. You can pursue a book, a story, a character for as long or as little as you want to because it is not due to be printed tomorrow morning in the newspaper. So yes, I want to write for myself. And uh, that's how one book led to another. So Apurva, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have written three books so far. Yes. So if you can just tell us a bit more about each one of these books and what actually inspired you to write each one of them. Sure. So my first book is Gordon Bond under literary fiction. It's called The Told Me So. It's a series of short stories. There are 11 stories there. Now as the name goes, it's called The Trees Told Me. I believe the trees would have told me those stories. In each of those 11 stories, the tree is a protagonist in some way or the other. One story would be like someone who spent his or her life under the tree is narrating the story. Sometimes someone is observing the tree uh, telling the story. Sometimes the tree itself is telling the story. And it is as the name goes, but it has nothing to do with um, being environmentalist or being an activist. I'm neither. But I feel that if we tell one story at a time, we can actually save the trees. And why I wrote this particular book was because I realized that my life had been connected with trees all this while. It's just that I had never stopped to take notice. So when you look back or when you read the book, you will realize that probably you used to buy candy from a vendor or from a little shop which was set under the tree. Probably you used to have tea in a tea stall which was set under the tree outside your university or outside your office. And most of these stories are set in India. Sometimes when maybe you pit cricket and you use the bark of the tree as the wickets. Even in India, a lot of people tie these uh, threads of fate around the branches of the tree. So it was this realization that my life had evolved so much around trees. Trees had given me so much. Or maybe you had your first kiss under a tree. And I had not stopped taking notice. I started observing closely myself and others. And that's how the first book was born, which is called The Trees Told Me So. Incidentally, the second book was born in 2020. It is called It Was the Year 2020. As the name suggests, it is a book on the pandemic. It is something I wrote on the pandemic. I think I wrote this one uh, because I, like a lot of other out there, was trying to uh, make sense of life or what whatever life as we know now. So I wanted to pause and take a moment and realize how all this, which I thought was a dystopian world, is actually happening to all of us right now. It's a very short tale and it was released during the pandemic. That one. And yes, my third baby, which is called She, which released this year, which released last month, in fact, August. So She is a nonfiction and uh, She is a celebration of uh, an individual, which is a woman in the pages. We celebrate everything. We celebrate waxing bows. We celebrate bad hair days. We celebrate discussions on having a child or not having a child. Having a career, not having a career, basically a celebration of women. It's nonfiction and I always keep telling everyone that, you know, I wrote this uh, book at the risk of losing all the friends I have. Because nothing in the book is coincidental. Everything is pure intentional. Everyone who's confided in me, whether it's about ex-boyfriends, whether it's about relationships, whether it's about when they had their first period, when they got their first job, everything is in the book there. So that's what she is about, which is currently already doing very well. So I'm very happy that it started an interesting conversation. Amazing. Sounds so interesting. And I completely agree with the save the trees thing that you said that coming from India, being born and brought up in India, we've literally grown 
grown up playing around trees and we have so many memories like you said the tea stall outside your university i mean it just took me back to those days so yes there is a lot of connection there and uh, she absolutely i mean i think every woman needs to read this book so coming to the next question purva there are so many aspiring writers today so what tips would you like to give to them a very very few simple tips which is something that i follow as like golden rules in my life write every single day because it's even if you write nonsense write every single day because remember that something is better than an empty sheet of paper surround yourself with like minded people surround yourself with writers who are in right surround yourself with readers surround yourself with book lovers if you read more you definitely become a better writer there is no shortcut it's only reading more which is going to make you a better writer it's only showing up every single morning in front of an empty word document that is going to make you better and the personal aspect of it which is which would be write what you believe in so irrespective of what topic you have chosen irrespective of which character you created for a fictional title believe in your character if you believe in i as a reader i'm going to believe in well said i mean those were some great tips thanks for sharing. that. So my question that I have for you is actually something more of like a personal interest. They always say that to be, well maybe not everyone says that, but I have heard that it's important to step out of your comfort zones to help you adapt better as a writer. Is that something that you've possibly explored where you had to try something unconventional for yourself to help mind block or something i am constantly pushing boundaries and i'm constantly challenging myself so even when it comes not just when it comes to write my all three books are absolutely different writing styles and absolutely different themes as well i am known to write better tragedies but my third book which is called she is actually a borders on being funny where i've mentioned everywhere in the book that i'm not a funny person so if you're finding something in it your sense of humor it work not mine so i am constantly challenging myself as a writer i'm constantly pushing myself to step out of my comfort zone because the moment i stop doing that i think i will stop growing as a writer and i will stop growing as an individual that's one way to keep growing keep learning not feel jaded constantly wake up every morning and look forward to the day or the activity for the day that's how theater happened to me that's how poetry happened to me that's how books happened to me so yeah constantly yes it's very very important to push yourself you may not be ready at all the times but when you are ready don't hesitate just jump you learn how to swim that's such great advice i absolutely agree with you it shouldn't just apply to being a writer it should apply to all aspects of your life the worst thing you can do is to stop challenging yourself i want to talk about another really great achievement that you had amongst of course you have so many but you were actually nominated by Dubai Culture and Arts Authority as a writer to receive the UAE Golden Visa that's so exciting can you tell us more about that because you were the first writer to be granted that yes that was uh, extremely exciting and it's an honor and uh, to start with i think it was a lot to say about the country you know they used to be saying when being up and when i said i want to be a writer and even to date when a lot of people ask me oh, what do you do and i tell them i'm a writer but they ask me so but what do you do so i said no i write so it's very difficult for people to accept writing can be what you do as a full time job or that can be your life in that case we used to always growing up we used to always as young journalists and as young writers we always used to feel that why should we be punished and why should we not be have the same status just because we decided who's a creative pursuit of life which will probably not give us a lot of money but a lot of content and it is going to add value to the place we are staying the people interact with and we're going to write stories for the world so i think 
this honor and this initiative by the government, by the country, kind of puts a stamp on all the doubts that anyone who wanted to ever pursue a field, whether it's dancing, writing, acting, anything, it kind of tells you, okay, you go ahead and pursue what you want to get created. We have your back. So I think for me, that was like the biggest thing that I felt grateful for. And also to be nominated, like it came as a huge, huge surprise to me. I had no idea that I had been nominated. And one fine day I get a call and I get an email and it says that I've been nominated. So it was a complete surprise. And uh, I really, really hope that I continue to tell more stories now that I have this visa with me. That's so commendable. Amazing. To continue on that note of what you've said, you to continue doing more. And I want to know what are some of your future goals or what's next for you? Uh, loads of things next for me. Right now, uh, of course, I'm working on uh, promoting my third book, which is She. I do have two more books in the pipeline already. One of them is a book completely about Dubai and I want to release it in Dubai. Uh, I don't know if I can do it this year because of lack of time. It's the year of the 50th, so I would like to release it this time. So it's a celebration of being Dubai and it's looking at Dubai from an insider's eye not from a tourist's eye, but how someone who's lived here looks at Dubai. I have another book uh, which will be out soon, which is called We Are Broken. It's a series of short stories and it's about love, life and loss, which is essentially what life is. So those two books are there. And of course, other than that, I'm going to continue posting poetry nights and interacting with people at writing workshops. So our small term daily goals are going to continue to be the same. I'm really looking forward to reading both of those books that are coming out. I mean, they definitely sound very interesting, especially the second one about the broken, being broken inside. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people will relate to that. Everyone goes through their own turmoil. Well, thank you so much for answering all of our questions. We've actually uh, come to the segment of our show where we will ask you a couple of rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Yes, I look forward to it. Okay, great. So off the top of your head, could you name three of your favorite authors? Margaret Atwood, Elizabeth Gilbert. Uh, Haruki Murakami. Ultimate travel destination on your bucket list. Oh my God, that's a tough one because I want to go back to so many places. I think I'll go back to Croatia. Ooh, Croatia is beautiful, yes. What is one thing that you do every day, no matter how busy you are? Right. Kind of saw that one coming. <laughs> homebird or party animal? Oh, homebird. Totally homebird in pajamas. Awesome. So thank you for playing along. That was quick and rapid, just how it should have been. So before we wrap up, we would like to do our special green pill moment segment. So Purva, what green pill advice would you like to give to your younger self? Whatever you're doing at that stage, you were very good. Don't regret any trial, any tribulation, any size or any smiles because that's what's going to make you an older self. Wow, that was so nice, really. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you for sharing your real and inspiring story with us today, Purva. Also some great, excellent tips for aspiring writers. We really enjoyed this conversation and we are sure our audience have enjoyed it as much as we both have. So thank you once again for joining us today. Thank you for having me and having this nice morning chat with me. Yes. And also just before we say goodbye, would you like to share some social media handles of where people could follow you or find and buy your books? You can find me on Instagram. I am at PurvaGR, which is P-U-R-V-A-G-R. You can find me on PurvaGrower.com, which is my portal where you'll get an insight into everything that I do. Thank you so much for that. And yes, as Namita said, we really enjoyed this conversation and getting to know you. So thank you for joining us and we wish you all the very best. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Purva. 
you enjoy our conversations, please like and subscribe. See you next Wednesday.